What the hell is going on, man? Um, I'm coming in hot. This is the Frankly Speaking podcast. And frankly speaking, I'm flying solo dolo. And I got a lot to say, man. And um, I even got notes. I got notes. Because right now, we not doing this right. 2020 is around the corner. It's almost here. It is almost here. It will be here in no time. And we're still doing the nonsense, still doing the arguing and the bickering and the roasting and the nonsense. And it it incenses me. So, look, man, we're going to start with some explosive topics that are going on politically, socially, social media, of course. And I'm going to start with the impeachment thing, man. Um, This is one of the most important moments in possibly world history. Definitely American history, but possibly world history. And nobody is talking about it in the context of the heft and the seriousness that this has on the dynamics of the present and the future. Possibly damage, irreparable damage. Um, Look, forget the process, okay? Let's get down to the nuts and bolts of this, okay? Forget the process. It's simple. It's complicated. It's this legal thing. Forget that for now. Look, forget the politics. I know there's a lot of politics. I know about this quid pro quo. And I know that the Republicans are concerned with their chips more than anybody or any, anything investigative or policy-wise. We know they would have been irate if Obama had launched an investigation into like Mitt Romney's shady-ass tax history. And I mean... As part of his campaign, like Trump is doing now, he would have had justified reason because he popped Wesley Snipes and Lauren Hill and all of them for not paying their taxes. So let's say Obama had just decided, I'm going to just check into Mitt Romney's taxes. He don't even ask a foreign country. He asks his own IRS. They would have been irate. They would have strung that man up. That's the reality of it. But let's forget about all of the politics. Let's forget about how the Democrats are scared to death. Of, the, of trying to run against Trump in 2020. You know they are. We know they are. Let's, let's forget about that because we know that is the truth. And poor Kamala, she got swept up. She a casualty of the uh, Trump factor and, and how they're in the heads of the Democrats. We know all of that. But listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. The Trump team right now is arguing that He can do literally anything he wants. They've even brought up murder. They really believe that theoretically he could kill somebody. And because he's president, you cannot indict him. And the only people that can check him, the executive branch being the president, that's co-equal to the legislative branch, which are the senators and Congress people who are defending him on certain sides, and the judicial branch that's run by his man, William Barr, that right now are colluding with the Trump administration to take a step back in their co-equal levels and importance and cede executive power over the other two branches of power. I mean... It's, it's infuriating, and we're not talking about that. This is not an argument. What they're doing is not an argument. It is a clear violation of the Constitution. Again, quid pro quo, that's the smoking gun. That's why they are like, hey, man, we caught you red-handed. That's the only reason they, that this, the Ukraine thing is because that's the one that's red-handed. 
where witnesses can speak to it, where evidence can speak to it. You have the phone call. All you have is the lies and the obstruction and the people that are really important that refuse to testify to put the whole puzzle together. But we actually have the outline of that. But that's that's secondary to the fact that Donald Trump is literally holding up the Constitution and trying to ignore it as long as he can so that he can get reelected and change the Constitution. That is the plan, man. And this is a big time moment in history and people need to pay attention and stop talking about that stupid ass Peloton nonsense. So stupid. People on social media roasting a very underwhelming commercial that perfectly captures the uh, rich, white, you know, pretty couple that they want to get to. They want these pretty, fit, white, rich people buying all kinds of Pelotons and giving them to their wives and giving them to their friends, man. That's what, that's what the commercial was. And that's what it perfectly captured. And then people roasted, and they lose money on that, man. I'm not here to talk about how com companies and, you know, corporations need more money. Because I don't, man, I might get into that later. We'll see. Like I said, I'm coming in hot, man. I'm coming in hot. But, man, they lose hundreds, millions of dollars, I think they said, $94 million or something like that. They lost because people was roasting their product for absolutely no reason, just adding narratives just to be funny about things that do hurt people's feelings. That is bullying to a certain degree. That bullied the company. And more importantly, who cares when the Constitution is being shitted on right now? But people talking about Pelotons, man, and arguing about it on social media being nasty about it. Come on, man. What's really going on? Speaking of what's really going on and arguing and the nastiness of the uh, social media sphere, yo, I got caught in the Colin Kaepernick wave. I And I had my feelings on it, you know? And they're complex. And I argue with liberals and I argue with conservatives and I argue with people that don't pay attention to no politics and activists and straight up racists about it. You know, I spoke my mind on it. And I thought that that was toxic. <sighs> Man, I forgot how much people hate Mike Vick. They talk about killing Mike Vick, man. The, the vitriol that he generates is out of control. It's like a nuclear warhead <laughs> level of just toxic hatred, man. And look, the irony to me is unlike Peloton, which is nonsense that we shouldn't be arguing over, or like the uh, poor kid who died in custody of Border Patrol because they didn't want to take care of him when he was sick, but they want to throw him in jail and whatnot, and then they want to hide the fact that he was on the ground shaking and collapsing and dying, and nobody was checking on him. They want to hide all of that, and people want to defend that. That's not that. I don't get that. I don't get that argument. If you are somehow like, yo, they shouldn't have came illegally, so it's okay if they die. Man, look, right? You ain't use your turn signal today. Is it okay if somebody slam into you and kill you, man? Psh, I'm, psh, psh, man, the way I be feeling, I'm more on the side of people that don't use their turn signal losing their life than some people trying to cross the border. Yeah, I said it, man.
People act so high and mighty and don't do the right thing ever. Don't say please. They don't say thank you. They don't hold the door for people. They don't use their turn signals. They jump out in front of people to be first and then go slow. They're just rude to people in restaurants and don't tip and write little witty notes and roast people over Twitter and whatnot. And then want to have some moral high ground about any of this stuff? Be it, be it the impeachment and how this is a man of God. And, man, come on with that. That's just lies. You really out here supporting that sort of stuff? Supporting people getting put in cages? Children getting put in cages and dying? You really in any way supporting that, man? Supporting Russia? Want to talk about, like, Ukraine and corruption? Let's talk about Russia. Russia out here throwing around big words, building big nuclear uh, warheads, trying to accelerate that. Taking advantage of us, looking stupid, trying to break up NATO, trying to get the U.S. to pull out of Syria. But nah, nobody's talking about Russia except to be like, hi, Russia hoax. Donald Trump, is he with Russia? No, this is serious stuff, man. Saudi Arabia? People went off on the NBA with the Chinese deal. Man, there's people dealing in Saudi Arabia and the prince of Saudi Arabia that runs with Donald Trump, got supported by Donald Trump, was even like, yo, defended by Donald Trump. After he got a reporter that lived on American soil, mutilated, body hidden, snuck out. Man, that's the stuff I'm talking about. That's the nonsense that shouldn't even be debated. But back to the Mike Vick thing. I understand that debate because the fact of the matter is this dude did some heinous acts, you know, I mean, some people think about it as like fighting dogs and shooting dogs, which is absolutely atrocious. But the details of it, man, I mean, disgusting, uh, abominable like behavior, just evil behavior where it was, you know, dogs getting nailed, dogs getting electrocuted. I mean, they had a rape stand involved. It was terrorism, man. It was dogs, but it was terrorism of dogs. So certain people are like, yo, I just don't run with Mike Vick and his whole team. They're like, no, that was just that behavior was too despicable. I'm not with him or his clique or anything. That's that's a that's an argument. That's a valid argument. The other side, I mean, look. And I'm 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 man, I'm I'm jacked up here. But look, right? You send people to jail to rehabilitate them to make them pay for their crimes, do the time for their crime, and then hopefully come out penitent, repentant, useful to society. And you have a lot of time to think, I guess, when you're in jail. I've been in there for, you know, a couple hours on some nonsense, some color-related nonsense. And, man, you have a lot of time to think in there, man. So if you're in there months, years, thinking about what you did, I do believe that a person that really thinks about these things and believes in salvation can be redeemed. That's, if you're a Christian, you're supposed to believe in redemption. If you're not, you don't have to, but that's supposed to be the use of jails. And so when people defend him and say, he did the, the crime, but he did his time, and he's paid back to the community, and he said he's sorry, what more do you expect a man to ever do for anything he did wrong? Are there certain things that there's no coming back from? So then what's the point? You do, if, if that's the standard that people will never get any second chances, then they might lose their mind. And if, you know, 
If they do something wrong the first time, then they have to deal with a life of crime. That's it. That's a stretch, but that's the reality, man. People don't think about any other side. They don't consider the nuance of these things. Everything has to be, I'm on this side, I'm on that side, I'm roasting these people, I'm canceling these people. And I know people, it's almost become a reverse thing, people hating on people that's anti-canceling culture while people are hating on the cancel culture. It Look, first of all, we don't live in reality. We do not live in reality. Full fucking stop. We live in this digital society. We live on our phones. We live on our devices and our Netflixes. They got us juice. They stealing our information. They're, they're taking our brainwaves and doing who knows what with it. Guess what? That's what it is, folks. That's what it is. All this change and stuff has to exist within the bounds of what things actually are. But too many times we want to play in this imaginary society and this sports gets, you know, blended into socialism, gets blended into social media, gets blended into race, gets blended into, you know, um, domestic violence. And we don't talk about none of that stuff. We don't address any of it. None of it. We got to do better, man. And I mean... Yo, I, 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 I get the anger. I, um, I sound angry. I'm just aggravated, merely aggravated by how important these things are and how little we think about them and how the narratives are dominated by entities that have no interest in the truth anymore. That's just lie, tell a bold ass lie. It's fine. The media can do it. President can do it. His people can do it. What can you do about it? And what really can we do about it? Man, first of all, we can talk to each other about it like we have some sense. Like we're willing to listen. Like we're willing to learn. Like we really need to figure out these problems because they are kicking our ass. That's the issue. We need to solve problems. We need to resolve issues and not exploit them for cheap agendas that we don't even gain anything from anyway. America overall is catching an L, man. Nobody's really winning right now. And the people that act like it, they just lying like the people that's out there in the streets, man. People just out here lying now. People just out here stealing now. People just out here cheating now. And to wrap it back to the beginning, that's what the impeachment is about. Is this stuff okay? Like, are we just going to live in a world that's the Wild West where people just chalk it up to everyday life? Yeah, just steal, just cheat, cheat on your wife, cheat on your taxes. But everybody doesn't have that luxury. That's why when we talk about these things and we don't give them the proper nuance, we try to avoid the racial component. Somehow they want to avoid race in Mike Vick. This isn't about race. This is about the dogs. Yo, man, you can't extricate race from pretty much any topic in American society, man. Much less one about a black man, a criminal NFL quarterback. Come on, man. Be real. Let's be real. Let's be adults. Let's set an example for the children out here, man. 
Let's not have them yelling at each other and ignoring each other. They seem to have more sense because they're more sensitive to their feelings and thus the feelings of others. Adults out here not giving a damn about nobody's feelings, what feels good, sometimes what feels bad. People just be having addictions to things that feel bad and lying and telling people to feel good when they know it feel bad. Come on, let's get, come on, man. Huh. It's, it's, it incenses me. I, and I love my fellow Americans. I, I love my fellow Charlatans, man. There's so many of them that I love. I, I, I genuinely care about people, man. I don't want to see nobody doing bad. I want to see everybody winning, especially if you got the same jersey as me. You know what I mean? Come on now. Democrats versus Republicans. I ain't rocking either one of them jerseys. They both corny, man. How, a league with only two teams? Come on, man. Let's be real about this. Because it's too much nonsense going on, man. We got to do better. Charlotte, y'all got to start using your turn signals. I'm sick of this nonsense. You really out here being reckless. You slamming on brakes. People getting into accidents. This, these thing, decisions have real-life consequences. You trying to play games because you in a rush and just or on your phone or whatever, so you, you want to jump out in front of somebody without using your turn signal. They almost crashed into an ambulance doing that nonsense. Man, come on, man. Charlotte, do better. Speaking of Charlotte, do better. Man, rest in peace to Ron Rivera's Panthers, Panthers coaching career. I mean, rest in peace to Ron Rivera's coaching career in Charlotte, North Carolina for the Carolina Panthers, man. He wasn't perfect, but he had high, high highs and a team that generally played hard for him all the time, if not necessarily as fast or talented as you would want your team to be. Meanwhile, we see uh, Jason Garrett. He still got a job after another embarrassing loss. Tell me what that's about. You know what I mean? Jason Garrett, he trash. He been trash for a while. He's made terrible decisions in the past and especially this year. And he deserves to be dismissed unceremoniously for some of these losses he's caught. If they lose to the Eagles, fire him five minutes after it, man. Fire him five minutes before. As soon as, as, soon as it's, the game is in doubt, hand him his pink slip papers, man. And last but not least, I want to say peace to my Wolfgang Puck kitchen and bar staff. We are closing on December 19th. I had some projects I was involved in that didn't break off, so I went there to put some chips in my pocket, you know, um, worked for a place that I knew some people, had a really good staff, you know, cool people to work with. And two and a half years later, the corporates, they come in, they send the corporate goon, he talk all of that, yada, yada, yada. Y'all are great people. I love y'all. Y'all like a family. We tried to keep you open. We did everything in our power we could. But you have to close on December 19th, a week before Christmas. And I'm asking, why a week before Christmas when you love this? Is, this is a family and these people have families. And, you know, they're already losing their job. But it would be nice to get through the holidays. He start talking that mumbo jumbo about how hard it is to count the beans, the beans that they were losing because of their detachment 
from the restaurant. It was like a toy that they got tired of playing with and they just left it to do its own thing. And certain people involved let things happen that put them in peril. And then when they got people that actually started getting it moving, getting it popping, they got scared it was going to start to get really popping. So they pulled the plug immediately and blamed it on the rent. But they closing it the week before Christmas, way before the lease is up. Didn't even stay through Christmas. Didn't even stay through the New Year. Didn't even stay through the lease. But they want to talk about how much they care about their employees. Man, you can imagine what I told them. I was fully frank. I can't even talk like I talked to, to them in, on the podcast. That's how severe it was because I don't care about none of that nonsense. You can't lie to my face, try to piss in my mouth. You can't do that to me. I'm not about that at all. So I let them know immediately how I felt. Let the chips fall where they might. I was already out December 19th with the rest of the team, and it looks like that's when I'm going to be out December 19th with the rest of the team. And, you know, it sucks. That's how they do it. That's how they do it. And when one door closes, another door opens. I'm about to close this door real quick. open up another door here all right slowly stepping away from the soapbox told y'all I was coming in hot notes didn't stand a chance once I started coming off the top of the dome um did make a mistake because Duncan on the Peloton commercial cost him 940 million dollars not 94 940 million dollars almost a billion with a b and it also drove the uh, lady at the Senate commercial to drink stiff-ass gin martinis in a new ad for uh, Aviator Gin. I thought that was kind of humorous. Um, <laughs> uh, on the flip side, not so humorous at all. We had yet another nut job with a gun murdering more innocent people. Um, word is he's a Saudi national, so we get to argue and feign outrage on mass shootings and gun control, terrorism, and immigration, all before doing nothing substantial to address any of it in any meaningful way, which is the American way. Uh, of course, social media got another juicy opportunity to beef with one another when uh, America's newest pop star Lizzo literally showed her whole entire ass at a Lakers game. And it triggered more of the toxic tomfoolery that seems to power online communication. Um, chiming a little on that. I get that she's extra, but she's doing her. And doing her is how she got to be where she's at, which is on top of the pop game. And let's be honest, man. 
if Nicki Minaj had her ass out when she did the whole brown Barbie blow up doll thing and it was at peak popularity, I doubt the response would have been so vitriolic and mean spirited. Then again, maybe it would have been very similar response, but in reverse with the guy saying it's Nicki being Nicki while drooling over them cheeks and women bashing her for over sexualization and exploitation. Who knows? Who knows? People just get online and love to snipe and dunk on each other and just talk crazy. Speaking of talking crazy, our crazy talking president is in serious trouble. The impeachment chain train is chugging along. Uh, the official articles of impeachment have been announced and they are abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. And despite the fact that the Republican-controlled Congress is almost certain to acquit Teflon Don, this process is still very important historically, like I said. It means a whole lot more for the future of this nation than a pop star shaking her big old booty cheeks. People, 2020 is right around the corner. We are two decades into the 21st century, and we're still grappling with 19th century problems like racism and gender inequality and measles, which is back. Freaking measles. Not to mention the new issues, the new toxic online cultures that are emerging and the bullying that's driving people to suicide. We have to tighten up. We have to think, put things in perspective. As always, be smart, be safe, be healthy, be happy. And please, let's show more love and less hate. Peace.